Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, you may have seen my next guest strut his stuff with Mike Myers in two Austin Powers movies, or you may have seen, in, or you may have seen uh, any number of his UK comedy shows. Uh, Neil Malarkey has had an extensive career in comedy, but he's also a training consultant working with some heavyweight businesses such as the BBC, The Body Shop, and Procter & Gamble. His latest book is called In The Moment, and he joins me now. Uh, Neil, how are you? You're very welcome to the show. Excited to be here. Now, firstly, Neil, can, can business actually be fun in your view? Yes, indeed. In fact, if it isn't fun, it's not going to be creative. Uh, I'm just writing an article from my page, my whole chapter on humour. Actually, it turns out uh, when CEOs talk about um, moments when uh, they're talking about the, the stock price and they do it with a bit of humour, the stock price goes up afterwards. <laughs> Teams that work better together were having a laugh together. Is that somebody calling me? better get them off it's probably my stock going up now my broker saying yes you're being not that funny so get more funny but basically you can have laughter at work with you don't have to laugh at people you can laugh with people uh, use the skills we do with the improv with the comedy store players about listening working together bring those together into the workplace you can be more creative more collaborative and uh, and actually a leader who listens is one who's going to be more productive with his team to encourage them yeah, I, like I always had the view, Neil, that, you know, you're at work, we're all at work, we're all there, it's a big part of our lives, you may as well make it as much fun as possible, because why why bother otherwise? Uh, you, you say embrace humour, it'll boost esteem, and it also unlocks creativity. Tell me a little bit about that, unlocking well, the creative piece. Well, that uh, in, improv is all about working with uncertainty i don't know what you're going to say we don't know what the audience is going to say so we have to navigate that and we uh we find ways to create more things instead of saying oh let's just stick to a script we've got let's find new ways to address changing circumstances and so people who are uh feeling they can suggest things to the boss are going to be more creative whereas the boss is saying no it's my way or the highway let's stick to do things we did before you you create much more of a a moment of fear and I don't want to do the wrong thing I don't want to risk anything I can't say anything out there in fact the former boss of of the writing team for Friends used to deliberately say some odd things weird ideas just so as to encourage people to say oh it's okay if, if he says an out there idea I can have my idea and of course in any creative endeavor you want people to be able to say things well here's something out of nowhere and that out of nowhere idea could lead to something great or at least it creates a laugh, and that laugh creates trust where we can work together. And as you say, if we're spending 40 hours plus at work, why not make them fun? Because we, I think it's we, we owe each to each other, but also it's quite clear it's going to make the business much more productive. Yeah. And Neil, when you talk about presentations and you're telling people maybe to step away from scripted presentations and, and embrace a kind of a structured flow, that, that would put the fear of God into certain people, would it not? <laughs> well, actually, the part of the book is there are moments when you need to improvise and there are moments when you need to be prepared. And don't get them mixed up. So, right. uh, for example, the comedy store, we always start at 7.30, finish at 9.30. We know which games we're going to play. The comedy stores organize the insurance, the drinks, uh, the food. So uh, there's lots of organization structure. And so I actually teach presentation skills. Um, 
And I say, you must, you must uh, rehearse, get your script ordered, uh, get your presentation not to overrun. And the only way to do that is to rehearse. And the other thing that always strikes me is that, you know, if people don't realise the value of short, especially politicians, that they can never resist when there's an audience put in front of them going on too long. Exactly. That's the point. It's, has it, have you ever been to a presentation where people say, "Pooh, that wasn't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need more slides. More slides. And I'm saying to people, always, if it's 10 minutes, do seven. Um, and then even better, if it's a pitch, do a short bit, talk to your client, and then round up at the end using some of what they said. So that, that improv thing, yes, you've got your scripted bit. Yes, you've got your presented bit. But... Um, if you can then bring a bit of sort of uh, oh, what what did they say? You're going to win on both scores. You look uh, you look trustworthy because you're saying things that you've prepared. You you make your point. You've got some good numbers. You've got a good metaphor. You've got a good story, and then you adapt to what they've said that moment, and you can include that into your summary of the yeah. uh, of your pitch. And tell me this, Neil is there a, is there a way to embrace? humour and and indeed comedy in online meetings or working remotely oh, in your view yes well exactly this is part, a big part of the book which is i treat every virtual moment online meeting like an improv show which is let's have some fun let's see what's happening really listen because mostly we just sit there and we look at things look at you know tinder whatever i'm not i'm only half listening i'm gonna just drone on through my 28 slides why not make it much more fun much more interactive and bring in people the quieter people my tip is for example if you're a quieter person say something early on because it's easy to say something later uh, all the research about the neuroscience is that change the dynamic every three to five minutes have somebody else speak bring in a slide put something on chat yeah. Uh, rather than 45 minutes of somebody droning on where you don't see them well, they're just a thumbnail and they've got these dull PowerPoints. One of my clients said uh, he was the boss of a very big consulting firm. He said one of his uh, CEO clients said, if, if you're using PowerPoint, you must be lying. <laughs> why, can't you, why can't you just tell me? Just tell me in five minutes. Use a, and, and I've seen presentations with slides and there's normally just one slide about two-thirds of the way through that maybe it's a graph maybe it's a a picture of something you say oh that's the whole thing really it's there because uh, we won't remember much of your presentation won't remember much of your video call other than you just droned on or i was looking outside the window or my dog needed feeding so make your video calls shorter 25 minutes maybe 45 but don't just go for an hour because that's where it is be bold enough to say well we'll have a five minute bit from you we'll have a five minute bit from you and if you're the boss don't always be the facilitator of the meeting uh, let somebody else have a go so you can really hear what people say in your style okay may be different uh, and it'd be good to have different voices being heard. Okay, well the book is called In the Moment. Uh, the author is Neil Malarkey and you heard it here folks. If you're doing a PowerPoint presentation, you're a liar. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.